We ask Scott to find Shane. Forget a thousand things every day, pal. Make sure this is one of them. It's over, Anakin! Hey everyone, welcome back to Trio Planet, the podcast where we just talk all sorts of random shit. Uh, that's to do with media. Uh, my name is Botch, and with me are my two other hosts, Astaral. Hello. And Slasher. Hey everybody. And today we're going to be talking about video game exclusives. So, if you don't know exactly what that means, games that only come out on one specific type of console, say for example, Halo used to come out on the Xbox consoles. They don't anymore. They come out on PC too. Or something like, if you remember Killzone, it used to be a PlayStation exclusive, now it just doesn't exist because Killzone's wank. But yeah, anyway, let's discuss video game exclusivity. What are your two thoughts on Video game exclusives. Jordan, you want to go first? Uh, video game exclusivity, I think sometimes, obviously, people want these games to come out on all consoles or PC or whatever so that they can play it. Uh, obviously, I think PlayStation are kind of doing that with... Um, releasing some of the games, like the Spider-Man games, on PC uh, ages after they've released. Um, but obviously, yeah, some some games, some companies have to have their uh, games only on one console or uh, whatever because um, it was just made for that or... Uh, that company is owned by said uh, console. So, obviously, yeah, it works, but it definitely sometimes does hurt because if you want to play a game that's made by Xbox or PlayStation, but you've got the other one, it's like, "Mm, I I really want to play it, but um, you don't have it, so... I think you're definitely to the point of eh, might as well just buy the fucking PlayStation or Xbox but uh, yeah I've definitely been there where I'm like I want to play this game but I don't have the console well uh, well I think there's there's different layers to exclusivity it's like an onion it's an onion of exclusivity Right, don't look at me like that, George. You mean the light orders? I'm using a metaphor, okay? So you've got you've got true exclusivity, where it only releases on a single console forever. You get your games like um it's a good example. Like Killzone. Killzone, PlayStation. Now it just doesn't get made because like Tyler said, it's hot garbage. <laughs> then you get your games like uh, Spider-Man, which was on PlayStation for roughly like four years, and then came to PC. 
Then you get console exclusivity, where it doesn't come to PC. That happened with Red Dead Redemption 2 and GTA 5 for a few years before it was ported to PC. And then you get DLC exclusivity, like Marvel Avengers, where Spider-Man was only accessible on the PlayStation, but everyone had access to everything else. Or, more recently, Hogwarts Legacy has some exclusivity stuff for PlayStation. You get, um, I believe, an exclusive quest line if you uh, buy the game on PlayStation 5 um, and PlayStation 4 when uh, it releases there in a few months. Because I believe they're porting it over. Well, it is coming to PS4. Um, they have to believe, downgrade the graphics. I believe the graphics what, are too good. What is happening with more recent games is they're porting them back to old gen instead of porting them to new gen. Mm. So PlayStation 4 is going to eventually stop being used very soon, probably. <clears throat> As for what it does, it's just a way to get people to buy a certain thing on a certain console, really. Yeah. Or to get someone to buy a console. Like, I bought a PlayStation 5 to play Spider-Man. And then it came to PC. And then, two, and then two months later, it came to PC. <laughs> I also got Ghost of Tsushima, though, so, you know. Yeah. That's also exclusive to PlayStation. And it's a really good game. Well, I've got a website up here that um, different titles uh, with a list of some of their exclusives. PS5 has Deathloop, Demon Souls, Ghostwire Tokyo, Godfall, um, Gran Turismo 7, Gil- Guilty Gear. Right? I've never heard half of these. It's an anime game. Horizon Forbidden West, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Oddworld Soulstorm, Project Fire, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I mean, you can talk about the most popular exclusive, Mario with Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Mm. That is probably the most recognisable exclusive. Sweet. What else? I think the biggest... Yeah. seen loads of games once. The biggest issue with exclusivity is the thing that Jordan mentioned with wanting to play a game but being unable to actually play it yourself. Because nowadays you can throw anything into a YouTube search bar and you can, you can watch someone play it. There's just but nothing like playing it yourself. It's not the same as playing the actual game. I remember game. watching just... Spider-Man gameplay and... Uh, but playing the game itself was completely different. Playing the game made yeah. it creep your pants. Like, people people I'll in videos would way. say, oh, it, it really makes you feel like Spider-Man, but watching it, you don't feel like Spider-Man. You feel like you're just watching a movie. When you're actually playing the game, you're invested uh, because it's it's active travel. The movement is part of the gameplay loop. It's not something where it's like, oh, hold W, or move your analog stick forward and just hold it. Like in like Far Cry, for example. You're not just getting in a car, holding down the accelerator and turning. With that, you're actively engaging what's the best point to release a web to, to swing up. And that the, the feeling that you get from actually playing the game and it being locked behind sort of this not just paywall for the game, but paywall for the console. Yeah, because if you want to play the game, you're going to have to buy 
you're gonna have to buy a console, which is probably like four or five hundred quid, or um, and then buy the game, which is another like forty, fifty. So these days it's like seventy. Yeah, games are going up in price. Like games are going up in price. The more the I think either where the economy or it's um to do with the engine that they're using. Well it's getting more and more expensive to actually produce games. Like it is with movies, because we're using such advanced techniques now. Like full body rendering. We're no longer just like putting a, a an asset into an area and mapping it and animating it in the engine. Yeah. We're now getting a person putting the asset over them and they animate it with their movement. Like God of War was like a big practitioner of of true body animation. It's why I like those story driven games like the Dark Pictures Anthology or uh, Detroit Become Human because it's not the the actors are wearing mocap suits but the actors are also put like their likeness is put into the game. Like you see familiar faces with the characters that just works, so that when they move, it's like they are that character. They're not just mocapping someone who doesn't look like them. Uh, so yeah, in a way, uh, them portraying this character and being sort of more involved than what they used to be, because they used to just be voice actors. And now it's so difficult to differentiate an actor from a game actor. Like Troy Baker went from just the voice to now he's the mocap artist for many uh, like prominent game characters. Joel Miller, um, who else does he play? He plays, that's Nolan North who plays Nathan Drake. Um, he's in... Uh, Batman, uh, one of the Arkham games. He's very, very prominent, and he's very, very important to the industry. The voice, uh, Troy Baker voices Joe. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Uh, but I, I don't really see him in anything that's like exclusive. Uh, he but was I don't in have... Last of Us, Bioshock Infinite. Last of Us is exclusive. Uh, Death Stranding. Not anymore. It's coming out. Or on PC. Solace, Face Siege, and Ninety Nine. Yeah. I think when when you get a good exclusive, it's difficult to justify. But, like, Xbox had, um, when the Xbox One came out, they had, what was it called? That game where you, like, controlled time. Oh, uh... Quantum Break. Quantum Break, yeah. That's it. Uh, that didn't do very well. No, it... I played Quantum Break, and I thought it was fine, but it's a glorified movie where there's live-action... There's live action scenes with mixed in animated cutscenes. Live action cutscenes and animated cutscenes with choices 
and some gameplay, but mostly it's like the gameplay when you're actually playing it, there's less of it. There's more of the live action movie type thing. So at that rate, it's like, was this supposed to be a film, but they decided to make it a game instead? That's what I thought when I played it. Yeah, and that's a fear that I have when the word exclusive is thrown around. Is it going to feel like it's trying too hard to justify itself? Like Spider-Man. Spider-Man is a character owned by Sony. So it makes sense that they wanted to keep it on. Like, the older Spider-Man games did go to consoles. Like, the Amazing Spider-Man games did. They did go to Xbox. But I think PlayStation have, you know, I think exclusivity has become bigger in nowadays than it was. Yeah, and I think even the the Wolverine game is going to be exclusive to the PlayStation, which is very strange. It is that that is actually really strange, knowing that Wolverine doesn't have to be since Marvel. I think if if it, it kind of makes sense though in the way where you think about it, that Sony and Marvel work together on uh, the films and that as well. So we don't know. All also, we know is, is that Insomniac are wanting to create a Marvel game universe. It also does make me think that Insomniac are sort of being looked to as the in, the uh, the exclusive company for uh, PlayStation. Like they're very set on keeping all Insomniac games exclusive because they're so good. Like, granted, we haven't seen anything too much on Spider-Man Two or Wolverine, but I don't see a world where they're not good. They all they really have to do is keep with the good, with the web-swinging storytelling, and. Uh, and just add new abilities, really. Oh, the really. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, if it ain't broke, yeah. don't fix it. So really, they just need to add a bit more ver- variety in suits and uh, and combat, and maybe some of the gadgets that you use. Obviously, like I feel like uh, Miles doesn't really need gadgets, really. Um, Miles. Miles is a gadget. He's got like two abilities. Like even when I'm playing the game, when I'm playing Miles Morales, I barely use the gadgets. The only gadgets I use is the I think the the replicator thing, that uh, hologram thing, and that's about it. I use the mines quite a lot. The mines yeah, are fun. Yeah, I use the mines. You just stick it onto someone, and then you hit the button, and they just Miles only has about three gadget slots. It's like four, four. and then he's got like. Then... He's got the same power, but like you can jump forward and punch someone, you can launch them into the air, you can launch yourself upwards while you're web swinging. And really, really. Peter invent- has his own because he's only got the basic power, but he, needs, he uses a lot more gadgets, so it makes. Basic power? You mean the Spider Man powers? Yeah, but Miles has like invisibility and uh, that Venom punch. Miles has a different type of Spider-Man power because he's been bitten by a different type of spider. He's only, yeah, 
and is um that spider's been heavily heavily tested on the thing with the thing with like a lot of these games isn't that they're too good it's that when people see a game that is either even like just standard they sit there and they go i want to play that where can i get it and then when you get told oh you can only get it on pc or you can only get it if you own this particular playstation you you sort of get that that sense of do i really have to spend all that money it's less a question of are are the games good or bad or is exclusivity itself good or bad or is it a question of do people just not want to spend the money uh, I think if people are devoted to the franchise, they will spend that money. Like, like you said, you bought the PlayStation for Spider-Man because you're devoted to Spider-Man. And and God of Tsushima, but I also bought the PlayStation for Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, I didn't buy it for the uh, the first one. I bought it for Miles Morales. And maybe Hogwarts Legacy now. Yeah, I want that exclusive shit. I get, you, can, you can dress up as a friggin' dark arts teacher. So you, you get like your own shop, don't you, in Hogsmeade? I yeah. honestly don't know. At this point that I'm playing on, uh, not right now, because I would never play a game while doing a podcast. I, I am not that. I am not that. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. sure. I guess. I'm not that bad of a guy. What's, what's that I hear in the background? Is that a Vada Kedavra? <laughs> I do not do I hear you flying a... around on a broom? Okay, first, I have not been to a class yet. <laughs> he's play, he's so I have not it and he's, he's always done his, like, all the secret stuff. He's barely even got, like, How long have you been it. playing? How long have you been playing? If I could find out. Okay, you caught me. I have been playing the entire time. Like, like, give me ballpark. How how long do you think you've been playing? Okay, let's see. I saved the game. Uh, I it says two hours at least. So you spent roughly two hours. You're still in the tutorial for at least another like two hours because you count as doing the class a tutorial. All of the classes are tutorials. I, I'm, I've been watching a Let's Play, and he's only just got out of the tutorial. And he's been playing for like three hours. Hmm. And he did his classes like, soon in as his... I, like, when I, uh, I saw him playing it, as soon as his Discord name showed up uh, in green, <laughs> that's how long he's been on the game for. No, yeah, you've been playing Hogwarts Legacy for three hours. That you also have game exclusivity, but what about different versions of games on different consoles? Yeah, because there's some there's some exclusive games that like censor stuff, isn't there? That like get yeah. rid of uh, things based on like what platform it's on. Yeah, in in South Park: The Stick of Truth, they removed. Uh, a, Pretty much scenes and gameplay where you have to stop yourself from getting anal probed by big dildos. 
that's the yeah. Yeah, yes that is that, that is uh available in america but europe has censored it due to the age rating but it's not that i'm talking about it's like saying you've got one game that's available for many different consoles you got say sonic unleashed that was released on playstation 3 uh, Xbox 360, the Wii, and PlayStation 2. The 360 and PS3 ones are the same. And then you've got the Wii version, which is, which is different, and the PlayStation 2, which is different. I believe you can own your shop. What? We're not talking about Harry no, Potter anymore! No, I was looking. We'll now, do you think all games should be uh, the same? Or do you think there's a benefit to having different type, different games, but they're the to same me, game? Spider-Man makes sense because it's Sony. Right? Sony owned the rights to Spider-Man, so it kind of makes sense that they wouldn't share that um, because of it. Uh, but, yeah, uh, so I think sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it depends on if the person, if the company is doing it for the right reason or whatever, uh, like the whole Call of Duty thing that's going on, which a lot of people are angry about because Xbox are trying to own Call of Duty and PlayStation are not happy with that for some reason. Um, that whole Halo thing that's going on and all. Um, but I think. Game exclusivity is some good, some bad. It depends on the way you look at it and who who you talk to. Like what's actually um there. So it depends on the company. Uh depends on yeah, it just depends on the company. Really. Or uh, stuff like that. Hmm. What would you say about games that were once exclusives that are no longer exclusives now? Say, for example, yes, like Spider-Man. Do you, do you think they'll make a profit on it? Or do you well, think it will? The way that me and Will were talking about it when uh, Spider-Man was announced for... Well, when Spider-Man was uh, announcing games coming to PC, the they were going to do games coming to We were like, okay, so this is how they're going to do it. Basically, they're going to do it this way, where they will have... So let's take Spider-Man, for example. Um, they will make the game, have it on, P- on the PlayStation for, like, probably, I don't know, a year or two, uh, two years to three years max, while they work on the next game or whatever, and be like, okay, so now that people who want to play this game on PlayStation have got the game, let's port it over to PC for PC players, for those who who on PC didn't want to wait for it to come on PC. And that's how it will go in, is that it's a marketing tactic for PlayStation to basically be like, you want to play it, you want to play it day one, get a PlayStation. But if you don't, it will come to PC, but not a few years so that's how we saw it but i think it's good 
I know that it did have. I know it did have bugs when it came to PC. Uh, like when they were ported over, I know a lot of people did get bugs, but the games have a massive modded community uh, as well. So all the mods I've seen for it look really cool. Yeah, that is true. I have seen a lot of mods for the Spider-Man games, introducing the newer suits that uh, you see in the movies. Bear in mind that Insomniac did put them in. I believe there's a there's even a multiplayer mod. There's a mod that makes the game multiplayer as well. Um, it's basically like a concept thing because I know me and Will were thinking so with you being able to play Miles and Peter in the new one. Uh, they were thinking, oh, so they might make it multiplayer, so you could do, you know, it'll be probably be like Gotham Knights, where, I mean, like me and Will had a lot of talks about how would a Spider-Man multiplayer game work, and it'd be cool if one person plays Peter, one person plays Miles, and you basically, uh, yeah, you basically um, are able to do your own thing, but you can still like meet up and help each other with missions. Hmm. Good rationality. But yeah, that's what the mod does. But yeah, the modding community is definitely it like kept that game going on PC. Same with Miles Morales. Like the Miles Morales game is fucking great. Um Yeah, but exclusivity is definitely Something that we could that something that can be good, something that can be bad. You've got to think about it this way, really. Who owns the game? Who owns the rights to these characters? Who's making the game? And what's the rights and stuff like that? So if it's like an IP like Spider Man, then Sony are just going to have it on their console because Spider Man's owned by them. And if Insomniac are wanting to make this whole Marvel universe but in game form, because in Spider-Man we know the Avengers does exist, we even know Daredevil exists, uh, Wolverine, the Wolverine game definitely probably will reference Spider-Man uh, more than likely. And I'm excited to see where that goes. But only time will tell. What about you? Uh, me, uh, because Will isn't here, so. Will's <laughs> just gone. Um, keeping it. Yeah, so I believe <laughs> console exclusivity has both positives and negatives. Obviously, um, positives are you can attract people to your design and console. Like I believe PS Five and Xbox sales went uh, higher up because of their exclusivities. A lot of people bought Xbox for Halo, a lot of people bought PlayStation for Spider-Man. Xbox didn't fulfill their, their promise to Halo, and they got and they delayed the game. The company that used to make Halo are no longer going to be making it either. Yeah, Bungie does not make Halo games anymore after Halo Reach, and 343 Studios, who have been making them, uh, actually not making them either. Yeah, the, so Halo is now going to move to a different company. But we don't know who yet. We don't know if that's a positive or negative. Depend. People are saying Halo's gone down. 
I think so. Yeah. Halo, Halo 3 was peak, in my opinion. Halo, to me, Halo's not been good since Reach. Yeah, Halo 5, Halo 5 sucked ass. Halo, I liked Halo Infinite. Like, Infinite was actually not that bad. It was fun. But, yeah, the Halo world has kind of got to the point where it's just not fun anymore. Like, the old days. Um, their, their creative mode uh, used to be fun to play. Multiplayer used to be fun. But it's not anymore, really. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, but there are negatives as well, uh, which you can agree on, such as not having the console or having the money to get said console. Yeah, uh, I bought a PS Five, and I'm I'm happy about it. I saved up for it and I bought it because I wanted. I didn't want to not have it by the time the new Spider Man came out. So I was like, I need it. So new Spider-Man's coming out this year, and I was like, okay, I want to, I need, to, I want to play it. So I bought a PS5. I'm happy that I did. I'm also going to be buying the new Xbox when I save up. Like the thing is, if you can save up, save up. Don't, uh, if you can save up, save up for it. Uh, don't like straight away buy it when you've got money. Save up for it, like I did. If you, if that's what you can do, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy. I bought bought it. Uh, I'm actually really happy with the with the PS5. I think it's a great console, and this is coming from someone who's been playing for Xbox for like years. You can't tell which side he's on. What? You can't tell which side you're on if you're on PlayStation or Xbox. I don't go into that shit because I think the console wars is stupid. A lot of people probably disagree with you. I, I, as long as I can play games, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I, I really don't give a shit. I remember when uh, PlayStation and I remember when PlayStation was coming out, and Xbox were, uh, I think PlayStation outsold Xbox, and I was like, I don't give a shit. It's a console. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. It. I'm gonna. Maybe buy it anyway. If you're like me and you want to own them, if you want to own both, go own both if you can, at least uh, if you've got the money for both. But yeah, cons- yeah, console wars is just ridiculous. I just think it's stupid. I don't really give a crap. Like, don't come to me and ask me what's better console. I'm just going to tell you both are great. Just choose what you want and don't let anyone else tell you different. Choose what you want to play on. Don't let anyone else tell you different because console wars is just ridiculous. Yes. Back on the exclusive agenda, anyway. Um, there are some games that I am glad that are not exclusive anymore, um, such as uh, Crash Bandicoot being PlayStation exclusive. They were trying to make Crash the mascot originally for PlayStation. Back in the day, yeah, back in the day where Crash was gonna be the the main face. Yeah, because it was the hot game. It was, like Mario was the hot game on Nintendo, and uh, Sonic's the hot game of Sega. Those were the console wars back then. Um, 
Now PlayStation doesn't really have a face, I would say. Um, I think, yeah, I think they've steered away from having, like, a main face for a company, but I'd say maybe Spider-Man has, like, become their main thing. I'm going to agree with you. I'd say Spider-Man's become the PlayStation face. Yeah, it used to be Crash, but Crash hasn't had a game in years. Until they released Crash 4. That even happened? Uh, they released the Insane Trilogy beforehand, but they were just remasters. Mm. Crash 4 was like the newest Crash game, and it it's really good, apparently. That's why I'm probably going to get it probably going to play it and it's going to yeah, be a I'm lot a fun. massive Crash uh, person. I'm that person who like, really likes the mission where you have to uh, that uh, dude where spins a hammer, a hammer around. Spins a hammer around? Yeah. Have you not seen that mission? What are you talking about? Crash. Crash Bandicoot. Which yeah, I, I know you're yeah, talking about there's that. There's a mission but... where a guy, where you go in a room in one of the games, you go in a room, there's a guy with like a hammer or something, he bangs it on the ground and spins it around, and you have to jump on him to defeat him. Uh, have you not? I don't, know, I don't know if it's my memory that's going or it's yours. Oh, shit. Uh, Let me find it. It's not Dingo Dial. Uh, this this is where we fumble. We we just try to prove each other wrong. Most of the time, it's me proving him wrong. Telling you, it's not a Mandela effect. I know this is a mission. It's not even a Mandela effect. You're just confused. No. <sighs> Oh, I uh, found it. Who is the villain called? Uh, Papu Papu. Papu Papu. It's like the. It's not a what? It's not a hammer. Oh, that is a giant. Told you it were a thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a hammer. It's just a giant stick. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was a hammer. That's why I was confused. Because I thought, there's no hammer, there's just a guy with a giant stick. Knew it was a... Knew it were a thing. So, you were half correct. I was, I was fully correct. Well, half correct. That's what I thought. But like, like Crash, for example, there are games that I'm glad that's not exclusive anymore. Mm. Um, what other ones is there? Uh, Sonic is not exclusive anymore. Uh, you see Sonic Mania on PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch, and as well as the, I think they released the classic remasters as well. And there are some games that can go cross-platform, not just because they're old, but I think it's because of the fan base. I think as long as the fan base is still out and about, I think you have the power to go cross-play. Mm. Otherwise, say for example, if it's 
like the start of Forza Horizon. That was originally that's still an Xbox exclusive. Well, I do know that um, in Xbox, no, uh, so like, do you know there's a thing with PlayStation? Do you know if you play an older game on like when you've got the PS5 and you've got a disc, and if you put in an older, like, let's say PS2 game, it won't work. This will yeah. be read but on Xbox. They pretty much a lot of their older console games are backwards compatible, which is probably it. That is a massive thing in Xbox's favor. Favor, but I think with PlayStation, it's more like it. it they're on the store more than that they are, um, or through PS Plus or whatever. Then it is. Uh, in uh, disc wise, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I I am quite disappointed that PlayStation hasn't integrated uh, older games in uh, well backwards compatibility. That's the word. While Xbox has, that's one benefit that the Xbox has, and hence the console wars. They'll see a lot of positives and negatives, like. PlayStation has Blu-ray DVDs. That's what they used to have. (laughs) And Xbox didn't. Xbox just had regular HD DVD, which was kind of shite. But I never watch any DVDs on the consoles anyway. Uh, I do. (laughs) I use my consoles as a DVD player. Probably built in there. Um, Buying a DVD. Or are you streaming anyways? Um, but yeah, I'm. I've got to say, exclusivity is definitely a thing that we're gonna have to live with. And sometimes it'll be good, sometimes it'll be bad. I think it depends because there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the background that we don't know about. Uh, anyways, yeah, that's true. So but hopefully, be less con. I think there should be less console exclusives. That's going to be my uh, final take on this. I believe there should be uh, as well, um, but I don't think there really is that many that I can name off my head. I know. Of. Some of them do make sense, some of them don't. That's where I'm going to stand on it. Because I get why Spider-Man is. I get that one. That one makes a lot of sense. Same with like, Spider-Man not being on the Xbox for the Avengers game. Because uh, he's a Sony character. But, yeah. yeah. It's really just a waiting game. You've just got to see where things go from here and how things develop and see if if video game exclusivity does end then glorious but if it doesn't then I think Xbox have kind of done a thing as well with um, their game pass for PC if you want to subscribe to that and you're a PC player and want to play these games on PC then you're good to go Um, but PlayStation I doubt will do that and 
put it on PC and have a PC game launcher as well. Yeah, I don't think PlayStation would ever do that. No, me neither. I think the Japanese take too too much pride in themselves, Jordan. <laughs> um, I should not have been there. Yeah, I have got nothing else to talk about. I've got nothing else either. So I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. Because Will isn't here. Will, Will is That's gone, and we don't know when he's coming back, so we don't want to ramble on. We've been rambling on for ages anyway. Yeah. So let's end it here with the podcast. So anyway, this has been TrioCast. Yeah, i got to make Trio sure I get Planet. the name right. Trio Planet. We, we decided to just Trio Planet podcast. Uh, do you see the problem? Right, it, right, that's what it's called now. You two wanted it, so I did it. Oh, I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. both of you wanted it. So. Oh, yeah, because you you were just going to... I was going to name it Trio Cast. Yeah, then, look at... Yeah, it makes sense now. There you go. <laughs> so this has been Trio Planet Podcast. The podcast where we took just... Talk all shit about media. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> uh, I've been one of your hosts, uh, Botch. Unfortunately, Will isn't here, so only the... Uh, I'm going to say, my name is Azterel. <laughs> I am a master cockhead. Wow. And the, I'm my other host, Slasher. Hey, everybody, I'll see you later. Oh. Yep, thank you for watching, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Goodbye for now. Bye for now. We get a thousand things every day, pal. Make sure this is one of them. It's over, Anakin!